to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. Hello, friends of Trinity. My name is Dan Sweer, and I have been attending Trinity for 11 years. Today, I would like to talk to you about prayer and specifically how Paul prayed in the letters that he wrote in the New Testament. To borrow a term that I often hear pastors Brian and Kurt say, this is something that I have been present to for the last year or so. Every time I come across a letter written by Paul, he has something to say about prayer, and I'm really um, taken back by how he prays. And so I am going to read to you today from Ephesians 1, verses 16 through 19. And while you turn to that, I will just mention that this is only one example of a letter by Paul that talks about prayer. Uh, at the end, I will list several more passages for you to take a look at if you are interested. So I'm going to read this passage from two different versions. The first version is from the NIV, and it says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. And then I will also read the same passage from the message. That's why, when I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus, I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than that than thank. I ask. Ask the God of our Master Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. This is the word of the Lord. I want to point out um, one key thing that is a theme across all of Paul's prayers in the New Testament. And that is that Paul prays that current circumstances, no matter how difficult, serve to bring people into deeper relationship with God. So... If someone is going through a difficult time, 
instead of praying for them to be relieved from their circumstances, he would pray for hope, trust, peace, and or joy for that person. I can't help but think about the quarantine that all of us are in and all the uncertainty and the, um, the media influence on our thoughts and how we talk to each other. Um, just the, the uncertain times that we're in. I'm curious how we're praying through that. So the questions that I want to ask are, one, what are we praying for? And two, are we constantly trying to pray ourselves and others into and out of things? Uh, I came across a blog by a man named Jonathan Graff, and he, he talked about three principles of Paul's prayers. Uh, the first one is, don't immediately jump to the obvious when you pray for a need. Instead, seek God and what he wants you to pray about. What, what it is he wants to do in the situation. What his will might be. The second principle is don't be so quick to pray the result. Pray the process. Pray for spiritual development and fruit in people's lives. And the third thing is, what do you do when you don't know what to pray? If you're at a loss for what to pray and you've said the same prayer over and over and you don't know what to say next, pray scripture. What's a promise from scripture you can grab and pray? Is there a certain verse? Maybe it's the example of Paul's prayers. So for me, during this time, I find myself coming back to this prayer. Not that it's bad to pray for those who are sick with the virus to get better. Not that it's bad to uh, pray that your family and friends would stay safe and healthy. Those are okay. But ultimately, I, I find myself coming to pray that this virus would bring the world to its knees, bring people to a place where they seek God, and if they already know God, that they would come closer to God, regardless of the difficulty of their circumstances. So I would encourage you to consider praying the way Paul prays. Here are five other scripture passages uh, about prayer from Paul or examples from Paul. Colossians 1 verses 9 through 12, Ephesians 3 verses 16 through 19, Colossians 4 verses 2 through 4, Romans 12 verse 12, and 2 Timothy, Timothy 1 verse 3. I want to close now in a short prayer. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life and breath. Thank you for the change of seasons that you promise to us each and every year. God, as we navigate these uncertain times, we thank you for holding us in your hand. 
for being in control and for having a beautiful plan. Lord, while we do pray that our loved ones are safe and healthy and that those who are infected with the virus may get the help and treatment that they deserve, we also pray that through that process, people will be brought closer to you. If it's those who are sick, may they come to you when they reach their low point. If it's those who are healthy but have anxiety, may they come closer to you. And if it's those of us who are able to live relatively the same, may we understand that we are not in control and that you are. And may we wake up each morning and go to bed each night knowing that you being in control is much better than us being in control. Thank you for Trinity and the opportunity to love each other during this difficult time. In your name I pray, amen. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast. Thank you.